Hi, I'm James P. Friel. And I'm Dean Holland. It's time to fasten your seatbelts, boys and girls. That's right. If you're an entrepreneur who's wanting to take your business to the next level and have a bit of fun while getting cutting-edge advice on your business, marketing, and sales, welcome to Just the Tips, arguably the best podcast in the entire world. I guess that's good, right? Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. That was easy. That was the easiest thing we did all day. Yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Just the Tips. This is your host, James P. Friel. I am thrilled that you guys are here with us today. We are excited to bring you a show. We are live right now. If you are joining us live, you can call us, 888-627-6008. When somebody answers, just make sure to tell them you want to give Dean some of your bullshit, and they'll let you right through. So without further ado, I see him galloping into the studio on his white noble steed. Ladies and gentlemen, a roaring round of applause, please. For the one, the only, bearded wonder from the United Kingdom, Mr. Dean Holland. <laughs> the highlights of my day, my week has arrived. How are you doing, James? <laughs> <laughs> so good, man. So good. You know, it's funny. I was, uh, I was out to dinner last night and uh, with some friends that I hadn't seen in a while. And they were like, man, we really love your podcast. And I was like, what? Now we have three people who wow. like our podcast? Wow. Because there's me, you, and previously it's been, well, I guess it's four. Me, you, your mom, and these new people. Um, Right. Right. And five, the the entire nation of Shengzhou. (laughs) The nation of Shengzhou. Showing showing off your geography prowess, I see. (laughs) Another one of my great areas of knowledge. (laughs) Yeah. But but we were talking and, uh, and they were like, what? what is the deal with your intro? And I was like, well, what do you mean? And they were like, you guys like do the intro and then you kind of laugh afterwards. And I told him the story. I was like, well, if you knew all of the technical difficulties that we went through (laughs) when we first started the podcast, you'd understand that after we created the intro and it happened to work on the first time, we were completely (laughs) surprised by it. And that's why we were laughing. (laughs) <laughs> it's so true i still yeah. laugh about it today because we still have those same problems <laughs> i know yeah and in, including this morning right so right. um so one of the things that uh but that that brought up something really interesting for me which is i feel like a lot of times people have a good idea or an idea that they're excited about or they're passionate about or whatever and then they just they they just sit on it and you encounter some difficulty or whatever and it doesn't ever go anywhere. And I and I think, you know, it's really interesting because we've actually been doing the show now for, I think, you know, uh, plus or minus three years, like to a week or two, which wow. is crazy to me that I've put up with you for that long. Well, I was about to echo the same. So I'm glad we're on the same page. Here. <laughs> yeah, uh, completely on the same page. <laughs> but, you know, as I thought about that, I was like, man, you know, when you're starting something, or forget about starting something. When you're even in the middle of something, there's always going to be challenges. There's always going to be roadblocks, obstacles, things that get in your way. And if you let those things stop you, then you don't create the thing that you really want to create in the first place. And so here we are, you know, three years later, and and I'm not going to make it seem like, you know, we overcame insurmountable odds to do the show, but we fought lions and tigers. <laughs> we did. Yeah. <laughs> And white noble steeds were used 
never mind. I don't even know what I'm saying. But <laughs> um but I think I think we could be here three years later and then have, you know, a friendly catch up or whatever and be like, ah, oh, yeah, remember when we had that idea to do just the tips and we had that idea to do the show? Yeah, that would have been really cool if we did it. Right? Right. Or contrast that with overcoming adversity and challenges and problems and everything else. And yes, you're still going to encounter things along the way, but you created the thing that you wanted to create and you got it out into the world. And I feel like that's such a powerful thing that mm. a lot of people give up on their dream or their idea. Right. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's funny you mentioned this because actually, uh, so that came from you from a conversation with people and you were thinking about that this week. Well, likewise, I was actually in, uh, I was actually on a webinar coaching some of my clients earlier this week. Uh, like in the, uh, when was it? What day are we on? Tuesday. So yesterday. Um, actually, no, it was last week. Anyway, it doesn't matter when it was. No, it's, it's and we July were... 42nd right now. <laughs> <laughs> and we were uh, we were talking about a similar type of thing. And, and in the conversation, uh, I was talking about how there are external and internal reasons as to why people might not be doing the things that they say they want to do. Because the whole conversation, you know, with people that, you know, we were in a group, about 25 of us talking about, uh, you know, challenges starting and growing our businesses. And, you know, in, on one side of things, you could put people into a category where they would feel that the reason they couldn't or haven't been able to do what they intend to do or want to do is because they, I don't know, lack the training or, you know, they didn't understand this or they didn't understand that. And then on the other side, you could put people into another category, as I was noticing, and the reasons they weren't doing it were because they were worried that if they did, that something might happen or people would they would get it wrong or they might sound stupid or they might be judged or they might upset people or offend people you know the internal side of things and i and i found it quite a fascinating conversation because when all was said and done one of the things that i observed as i sat back um was that it's it's usually the internal problems or uh, internal objections or reasons we tell ourselves that's in our mind mm. that will prevent the um the, that will allow the external stuff to stop you. Does that make sense? Like, right. Yeah. Yeah, so very it, good. More often than not, you know, we, we're, we're looking for these tangible things, but I found that actually, you know, it's the excuses we tell ourselves or the things we feed ourselves that might stop us. So in the context of, like you've just said with yourself and I, with this podcast, we could have easily said, oh, well, we can't do it because we don't know the software to use, or we can't do it because of this. But equally, we could have been thinking in our minds, well, well, we know the software's there, but actually, what if we do it and everyone laughs at us because we don't know what we're doing? <laughs> well, I think that's that's actually that's actually funny that you say that because that was the furthest thing <laughs> from our minds <laughs> when we created this, and and uh, which is probably why we only have you know four listeners at this stage. <laughs> right. uh, three years in, I don't think four listeners is like a very remarkable um, outcome. But but you're right about that. It's we could have just as easily said that. Well, we got nothing to say. You know, we don't we don't think anybody's going to listen like blah, blah, blah. And there are all of these limiting beliefs that I think can get in your way when you're trying to create something and trying to make a difference and an impact. And I think as an entrepreneur, it's such a it's such an important thing to uh, to manage and to, to strengthen that muscle of just do it anyway. You know, right. it's like it doesn't matter how you feel about it. If you know you need to do it, do it. Oh, I feel tired. Do it anyway. I feel scared. Do it anyway. I feel nervous. Right. Do it anyway. I feel too excited. I can't even focus. Do it anyway. Right? It's right. like 
that that takes a tremendous amount of practice and um but yeah there's there's all these things that could kind of get in the way so what i thought would be cool and i'm kind of springing this on you because it's totally i mean everybody really knows that the show is very very scripted but let's right. pretend for a moment that it's not okay Okay. I'm gonna have to try very, very hard. Yeah. To pretend so, on so this. I want everybody to just like take a deep breath and pretend with us that this show is not scripted. Okay. Right. okay. I feel like now we you... just completely stunned people with that previous statement. I know. I know. It's it's okay. Like we'll we'll send you guys like a care package if you fainted <laughs> or something bad happened to you. Just let us know. Actually, you can call in and tell us. You could bitch to us directly if you call in at eight 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 six two seven six thousand eight. But. In the meantime, what I thought would be cool, because we are at an anniversary, and it's strange to me that I celebrate an anniversary with you. Very, like, very bizarre. Um, what are the lessons that we've learned along the way? Ooh. You know, what, what are the things that we've learned? Because, you know, a lot of people want to create content. A lot of people want to do something. They want to get their message out there. But, you know, the internal things stop them. The external things stop them. This thing and the other thing. And while I, I don't think we have um, even the smallest level of success with this show compared to what we know it will be, we've got some things to share. And so I thought it'd be cool if we shared some lessons today. What do you think about that? Oh, I think that's epic. I think that's epic. Happy anniversary, my friend. Happy um, anniversary to you as well. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a fantastic thing. And I, I, think, I think there's no better place to begin than to almost start the first, the first tip with, with pretty much what we just said, because I actually think this is the one thing that will stop people doing anything right from the beginning is their fear of the unknown, the fear of what if, what if, you know, and, and I think the biggest thing has to just be is to like understand that you're not going to be great at something you've never done before. It's highly unlikely. You yeah. know, the first time I went on a golf course, I was terrible. You know, today I'm still terrible, but I'm better. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm so glad you said that because I was immediately going to follow up with, aren't you still terrible? <laughs> right. Because we, we genuinely have, you know, our whole, our whole thing with this show is we want to have a good time whilst delivering some great advice and, and stuff that can help people. And in having that great time, you know, you, we probably couldn't even list off without really sitting down and thinking about it. The sheer number of things that has literally gone wrong from the very moment we started this show, even to today, like, and it hasn't, there, there has not been a moment where there isn't something we can probably name. I mean, we had, uh, we had a live show, didn't we? Only a couple of weeks ago. And this isn't to, this isn't to point fingers and blame it, everyone. I, I, it's important. We highlight that even after three years, we do not expect everything to always go right. We were interviewing a guest on our show and we had some technical audio issues. And, yeah. you know, during that guest talking, there was actually music playing over the top of our show. Now, one thing we could say there is like, oh, my gosh, like that put me off so much. I'm so embarrassed that I don't think we should ever get a guest on again. But like, <laughs> yes. but like, like, and we've been at this now three years and still every now and then there's things outside of our control that occur that you would rather not happen. But you know what? We've got all these great shows under our belt. We've had spoke to some amazing people, had tens and tens of thousands or whatever it is of downloads and listeners to the show over the time. As much as we joke, it has been, by all accounts, a great, great experience, not just for us, but the fact that people are telling you, James, and they have done me when I've been at events and been face to face, that people love the show. 
and it drives us to keep doing it. And guess what? Had we never had the courage to actually say, you know, we don't know what we're doing with a podcast, but let's just do it anyway. Nobody would be benefiting from any of this. And that would probably be the most selfish thing of all, wouldn't it? That's how I look at things now, James. I don't know about you. It's quite a, it's quite a brash, brutal way to look at it. But I now say to myself, it isn't really about how I feel. I have information and knowledge that I've learned over 16 years that I believe can help other people. And if I'm too selfish to, to let my own fears or thoughts get in the way of being able to share that with others, well, aren't I a terrible person? Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't feel very good. And, and before, before we dive into that <laughs> too much, I do want to just let everyone know our very, very first episode <laughs> with a guest. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Allison Prince, who's, uh, who's an awesome person, great friend of ours, uh, and phenomenal entrepreneur. She was on a trip. I don't remember where she was. She was in some jungle somewhere. Oh, she was. You remember yeah. that? And yes, she was like recording from like some hut and you could hear <laughs> birds in the background. We're like, Allison, is this really a good time? And she's like, yeah, yeah. Like this is a great time. So, <laughs> so we recorded the whole show. It turned out it was a great show. And then her audio track didn't upload. Right. And we were like, yeah. oh my God, now what? Now what do we do? Like our very first show, our very first guest, we just did this whole thing. She's in a jungle. She's going to be off the grid now all this other stuff, her audio track didn't upload, right? And it was like, it was one thing like that right after the next at the very beginning where, you know, sometimes your commitment to what you really want to do is going to be tested and tested and tested and tested again until you're like, I am here. I'm not going away. I'm pushing through. This is happening, right? And I think you've got to make that determination no matter what you're doing that if this is worth doing, I'm in instead of, you know, the, the sort of dabbling, like, well, you know, I'll see how it goes. And then, you know, then a slight breeze goes by and you're like, oh no, I can't too much like retreat back to my comfort zone. But exactly like what you're saying is when you have something and I don't care whether you are in the info product space, you're in a service business, you're in a physical business, physical commerce business, like whatever it is, the reason that your business exists is to serve people and help them get some kind of result that they couldn't otherwise get without you. And right. if and if you're good and you believe and you're like convicted of the thing that you're trying to do, then what you're saying, Dean, is 100% true that not doing that thing, not working through the trials not overcoming the challenges and all that stuff is in some senses, very, very selfish. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, and I think you could even put this in a visual sense, right? Cause I think sometimes obviously when you operate online, you're not necessarily face to face with people like say an offline business owner, but just imagine for a moment, like let's imagine if you were some kind of therapist that helped people in their marriages, let's just say. Imagine you're stood in a store and you've got a glass-fronted store. So you can see through the window, but you've got the door locked. And you've got all these couples and customers that need your help walking up to the door and you can see them and they're visibly you know, arguing or crying and their relationships are falling apart. And you have the potential to help those people with your knowledge because that's your profession. But you just keep the door locked. And you're just looking through the glass at these people and their lives being devastated because you're not willing to open that door to let them in and help them. 
like think about your business in that way or that thing that you want to do or think that could help people. It might be online and you might not see them face to face, but there are people out there, no matter what business you're in, what product or service you're offering, there are people out there that need what you have. And if you almost stop yourself because of your own fear, your own nerves, and all these reasons and objections, limiting beliefs that might be in your mind around why you're stopping yourself, just visualize that type of thing because there are people out there missing out because you're not willing to go to that step to put yourself out there. Yeah, wow, what a, what a crazy visual that is. Yeah, I never thought about it like that, but that's, that's a powerful way to think about it. You know, you've got a product that can help people in their relationship. Imagine like a line around the block of all those people who are like, oh man, I wish I could figure this out, right? Right, yeah, imagine like, imagine like, having an ambulance turning up to a road collision, but you refuse to treat people. You just look at them dying on the floor. <laughs> okay. We don't want to go any further down this visualization path, do we? No, I think, I think, I think I don't want to think about you anymore. You just made me like very uncomfortable. And first, when first you said, you know, all right, I want you to like, think about visual. I was like, Oh, please. I hope he's not going to turn his camera on. is that is that weird that that was my first reaction i was like shit what's gonna happen no it's perfectly fine because i actually uh generally tend to do these shows completely naked right yeah well that's part of the knowing that that's part of the reason i didn't want you to turn your camera on yeah (laughs) no i think i think you're right though you know there is there is there has to be this um this mindset shift of we need to cross the line of making this about us to making it about how do I help them? You know, because as long as you're focused on this is about me, this is my thing, it's my idea, it's my business, it's my blah, 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 then all the other things sort of get in the way, right? The insecurities get in the way. You know, the, the, the feelings of like, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't have the best product or I suck at this or whatever. All those things get in the way. And that's, that's like, you, you can't start if those things are in your way, right? So the best way, to get them out of your way is to focus on the benefit that you're, that you're committed to providing to other people. Does that mean it's going to be perfect? Like, no, not even a little bit. Nothing is perfect, right? But you can get better and better and better. And if you're committed to serving those people, then that's exactly the the trajectory that you're on when you make that decision. So I think that's, I think it's a really big lesson Um, and I would say that's definitely one of the lessons that I've taken away in the last three years of doing this. Um, because I mean, let's be honest guys, why else would I put up with Dean for all these years? If, (laughs) if it weren't for trying to help you guys, (laughs) James has been telling himself for three years. Okay. It's not about me. Just turn up for an hour. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. (laughs) I'm there's, like, there's people out there that ambulances won't treat them. I can do this. That's right. All right. All right. Big deep breath. Big deep breath. Got to do another show. Got to do another show. People are counting on you. <laughs> there's five people out there that need to hear what I've got to say. <laughs> and one of them's Dean's mom. And I know she needs this more than anybody else. But she's had to deal with him and his nonsense for longer than anybody. So, all right. So I think that for me, that's like lesson number one. And that's about you know, it's okay to, it's okay to put yourself out there. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay for things not to be perfect. What is not okay is for you to keep what you have that can help other people inside. Like that's the thing that's not okay. Um, 
All right. So, so let's, let's, uh, let's shift lesson number two. All right. So, so this is something that, um, that I think is, I don't know why this, why this isn't like talked about more, but I feel like there's a general sense that there's certain people you can learn stuff from and certain people you can't. And Mm. one of my, one of my core beliefs is that everybody has something that they can teach you. And, um, and, and like you said, Dean, we've had some absolutely awesome guests on this show. We've had at least one guest whose show we did not air because (laughs) we did not think he was so awesome. But most of the people that we've had on the show, like we have learned a ton from. And, and I think that a lot of times when people have a conversation, they're, they're looking to talk more than they're looking to listen. Mm -hmm. And I feel like listening is a superpower that if you can develop it and hone it, it is unbelievable what you can learn from even what on the surface might look like the most ordinary person. And so one of the, one of the things that I've absolutely loved and enjoyed is being able to ask all of these awesome people questions, right? Like, how did you think about this? Or why, where did this come from? Or how'd you discover this? Or why did you do that? Or what were you, what were you even thinking when this happened? Right. And like, I'm just so curious about what makes other people make decisions. And it blows me away that I see marketing people and salespeople and business people and all these people who are like, I want to grow a business and I want to make money. And yet they don't stop to listen to other people. Right. And I'm, and I'm reminded of a, of a, um, a a saying that somebody told me once it's like, well, where does, where does money actually come from? Other people, Mm. you know, and if you're not listening to other people, how do you even put yourself in a position to maximize the relationship that you have with your customers and maximize the value that you're creating? So I think for me, like the second lesson is about the importance of being curious and the importance of listening and the importance of not needing to be the person who like has all the answers and says all the things, but being, being receptive. And, and I think it's been such a, such a joy for me to, to take that role on this show over the last few years in just asking questions from awesome people. Yeah, definitely. And you see, now you've just outed one of my biggest secrets, James, because it's been said many times that I am often a little quieter than you. But actually, what you've just discovered is that's not my lack of contribution. That's my intelligence to just listen. I think it's your lack of contribution. Don't like don't try and package <laughs> that up in any other way. I tell After you three what years, I thought I just found my out. <laughs> you you were really going for it. And I was like, wait a second here. Wait a second. Something's happening that I doesn't jive with me because I'll tell you what. When 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 I get off this show and my back is sore from carrying your dead weight, I'm just like, he wasn't listening. He was just lack of contributing. <laughs> well, that's me and the steed you're carrying there, my friend. <laughs> yeah, no both of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I'm, I'm curious to hear what you have to say about, you know, this whole thing, because we have had the chance to ask people questions. And I think sometimes it's just been like, wow, I had no idea that that person was going to say something like that unless you ask. 
Right. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that's a, I think it's a really good point. Cause I, I don't know about, I'm sure, I'm sure probably all of us have, but I've been in situations before where, you know, almost you're being asked a question. I, re- I remember a specific time, won't name names, but I've been at a, a live event and, uh, you know, we were all talking and somebody's asked a question and uh, asked me a question and I've started answering and almost they've started talking over me, answering their own question. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, well, I did have an answer for you. It's okay, you finished it for me, but that's fine. And sometimes you, you do just think, you know, some of the best things that I've learned is when I've actually been in environments, whether online on a podcast or in a room with people, and I just listen. You know, you just sit back and listen. I'm not saying like introvertedly yeah. not taking part, but like when you sit back and actually listen and, and actually are genuinely interested in what's coming from those people, like you get so much from those situations. And I, I can definitely say from this podcast, there are people we've connected with, guests we've had on the show, things we've been able to learn from these people and connections and relationships that have been made that would have never happened without having been on this show and putting ourselves in that situation. Mm. You know, and I, I think it has been a massively huge thing. I know there's, you know, handfuls of people now that if you or I or collectively reached out and, you know, said, Oh, you know, we, you remember we, you spoke about this on our show. We really want to talk to them about this, that they would be more than willing to, to give us that advice and help. And that's all because, you know, they had a good experience. We learned from them. They had a great time on the show and, you know, we created that relationship. So that's been huge for me from this. Yeah. And, 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 you know, that's, that's the, that's the whole thing. It is about, it is about relationships and, you know, we have, we have the opportunity here to have that, you know, kind of period of time where it's a one-on-one relationship and we get to, we get to talk with people. But I think even in mass, when you're looking at, you know, marketing and, and selling to large groups of people and stuff like that, it's still about relationship, right? And it's yeah. still about listening to those people and still about hearing what they have to say because people who feel understood are people who want to come closer. Right. Definitely. And I think in line, in line with what you're saying here about listening is, is also a component of like, no matter what situation you're in or who you're with and et cetera, is to never have the mindset that, oh, I already know this, you know, like, right. oh, I, I already know all about this, like in tuning out, like to, the moment you start thinking that, you know, everything about something, you know, it, to me is the moment that you're in trouble. Yeah. Oh, completely. And, um, so I'm, I'm taking, uh, I'm taking a, another class right now. Uh, this, oh, the, the burlesque from part em- two was that? Yeah. Yeah. Advanced burlesque. Advanced burlesque. Yeah. Tech techniques for, uh, le- leveling up your dancing. It's, um, <laughs> it's just really a phenomenal program, but, uh, no, but I'm, I'm taking this class right now and it's, uh, it, it's taught by a professor at MIT, um, about product design and service design and all these different things. And, and, you know, a lot of people would look at, um, you know, some, some of these schools like MIT or, you know, these big, big companies that seem to just like, uh, just really nail it, right? Like, oh, we nailed our product. We nailed the service, like whatever it is. But the, one of the core fundamentals of creating great products, creating great services, and I would say creating great relationships, because that's what you need for all those things is understanding what people need understanding who they are, understanding what they want. And, uh, and it's, it's interesting because the entire, you know, kind of first phase of this entire class is all about, uh, observing and listening. It's like, how do you create something amazing? Observe and listen to the people that you want to help. Right. So 
So it's like, it's just this fundamental thing. And, you know, I go back to, you know, Stephen Covey, seven habits of highly successful people all the time. And one of the habits is seek first to understand. Ah, uh, yes. yes. You know, it's what successful people do. Unsuccessful people seek first to be understood. Ah, uh, yes. Right. Yeah. Like I got to, I got to make my point. I got to say what's on my mind. I can't, I don't have space to understand where you're coming from. And it's, and it, and it's so much more effort to get a result. If all you're trying to do is like project your own thing onto the world. And if you're just like a, a receptive um, sort of person listening and observing and really trying to understand, like it's a gazillion times easier to navigate and create something of value. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. No, that's awesome. And I, 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 can I? So you, we've shared two things, haven't we? I, I, is that two? We shared two, and then you told everybody about my burlesque class. So I don't know if that's three or we're, that was like two B or whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we'll put that in two B. So okay. <laughs> so I, I would say, I would say another thing for me from all of this um, that I want to share that that is been you know been something that I've battled throughout this, and I know you and I have actually had these conversations about these aspects. Uh, and I would say a, a lesson for me, not just from this podcast, actually, this has been throughout my whole you know, business career, is that not to get discouraged and disheartened if things don't go as well as you thought they would when you thought they would. Because mm. um, I, I know, you know, and I don't mind sharing this with everybody listening, like you and I have, have spoke in the past and we've said like, you know, we we hear such good feedback from people that listen to our show, like, you know, it feels like, you know, why haven't we reached more people? Why isn't this growing as fast as this person's or that person's or these people or that person? You know, and there's been times where both you, you and I, James, have not been, no, you know, we've not been angry about this. But I think we can all resonate with the fact that sometimes when you're putting your everything into something and you see what's happening with other people when they're doing a similar thing and you compare naturally. I know we shouldn't, but we all do in some part compare. And I think, you know, one of those things is, is sometimes you think, why is it going well for them and not for us? Or why does that go? Why did theirs, their podcast explode? And as is just, you know, slowly growing, you know, and, 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 and I think that's been a, a big lesson for me and something that I've had to remind myself ever since, you know, I've done product launches in the past and you hear in our space, at least, you know, people doing product launches and it's like, wow, I, you know, I made a hundred thousand dollars in the first week or day even, or a million dollars over seven days or 10 million in a weekend. And then, you know, I'd do a product launch and I'd be like, oh, you know, I, I made 6,000 over, over a week. And, you know, and so I, I've had all these occasions and, I, and I've definitely had a, a feeling of that when we've done this podcast at various times, you know, and, and, and I, but I think the big thing that I've learned over, over 10 plus years of, of doing this type of stuff is that, you know, that's okay, you know, and you can't be discouraged. You know, we all have expectations and goals and targets but if you're not meeting them, especially when you're doing something new, you know, that's okay. You know, that is a time to be able to learn and a time to be able to improve. And, you know, I, I don't know how you feel with that, James, but like you've said at the beginning of this, we're discussing this because we're three years into this, you know, exciting journey of having started a podcast together and now doing a live show. Yeah. You know, and there has been those times, hasn't there, where we felt, oh, like, what, what, what aren't we doing right? You know, what did we do wrong? You know, we've questioned ourselves, hasn't we? But despite all of that, we still kept going and it is just getting stronger and stronger and stronger. So I would just hate to see somebody start something, be it a podcast or any other project 
you know, get discouraged early on and throw in the towel before you've given it a chance to get some traction. Yeah. Well, I think, so this is really, this is really an interesting conversation around this piece. Well, that's because I brought it up, you know. I think there's probably other reasons as well, (laughs) 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 but we'll go with that. Um, So I think that uh, first of all, everybody else's results are a byproduct of what they've done before you see the result, right? Ah, yes. And, and you know, it's, uh, it's very difficult to get a full appreciation, um, for somebody's result, if you don't know the journey that they've been on. And so people, you know, people broadcast the results. They talk about the results, all these different things. I was listening to an interview with, uh, uh, John Maxwell the other day, famous, uh, you know, sold like, you know, 30 million books and all this other stuff on leadership and everything else. And he said the, the number one thing that he wishes people could see was how much he struggled during the journey. Right. And, and that's from somebody who's, you know, sold 30 million books now and people look at him and they're like, Oh, he's John Maxwell. It's just easy. He's like, I want to sell 30 million books, but it really is. Um, it really is about knowing that person's journey. And so if you just look at the results from the outside, it's, it's, it's impossible to compare, right? right? And we, we make these comparisons, but from a, uh, I would say they're not scientifically valid comparisons. It's like, yeah. okay, if you really, really want to compare your results to somebody else, how much do you know about what they've been doing for the previous three to five years? How much do you know about what they're doing each and every day? Like what, what time do they go to bed? What time do they wake up? What do they eat? What do they do during the day? What's their morning routine? Like all these different things. Like you don't know any of that. Yeah. And, and yet most of us have the audacity to make a comparison to be like, oh, well, he got that result and I didn't. So I must suck. Right. (laughs) It's It's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Like, well, think about all of the variables that you're missing, you know, um, cause, cause I, I, you know, I've heard all these quotes, like, you know, people say, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. And, and I think that's true, but it still doesn't stop us from kind of wanting to compare. And I'm a, I'm a pretty competitive person, but one of the things that I've gotten more competitive on is not the, the end result. It's what am I, my process, like, what am I doing to create the result? Like, how do I become competitive about what time I wake up? How do I become competitive about, you know, how many days in a row I meditate? How do I become competitive about, you know, how many people I, I follow up with every day? How do I become competitive on, you know, how much time and energy am I spending on crafting, like honing my craft, like become competitive on the things you can control. Yes. And then let the results play out because they will, the results have no choice, but to play out. It's a byproduct of what you're doing day in and day out. And so I would just say that anybody, cause this is a very, very easy trap to fall into, especially if you're on, you know, scrolling social media and you're looking at Instagram and Facebook and you're like, Oh my God, everybody else's life is perfect. But mine, <laughs> yes, right. you know, and it's like, nobody's life is perfect. And the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence because it's fertilized with bullshit. that's why it looks greener right it's like a freaking filter and so i would say if you want to compare compare the input 
compare how much you're do what you're doing on the way in, not on the output. Yeah, no, I think I think that's a fantastic, uh, fantastic thing. I was just about to say, actually, I just remembered uh, my very first overnight success in 2010. I mean, it had taken six years for it, but it was my very first overnight success. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so much work, so much work goes into things, so much behind the scenes, right? I mean, and I think one of the one of the things I love about uh, watching like a really good movie is you get lost in the story and you're just like, man, that's so great. Like it was this immersive experience and everything else. And, you know, movies, what, an hour and a half, two hours, two and a half hours on the long end. The, yeah. That result that they created was two hours. Right. But it took months and months, yeah. if not years of yeah. preparation of, you know, thinking about the storyline, writing the script, finding the actors, building the set, finding the financing, like all of those things, right? Nobody sees that. And that's why watching, you know, the behind the scenes stuff is cool sometimes because you get to hear that Mm. even though, you know, this movie is like, you know, you know, Hollywood, right? It's like perfect and it's amazing. And it's just like, oh, that's exactly what I'd love to do. Then you hear the behind the scenes and you find people who are just ordinary, regular, everyday people who are willing to put up with the struggle in order to create something that they're proud of. Right. Definitely. Right. And so it's, it's like, yeah. look at, look at the input, look at the process. Cause that's where you're actually going to find the result. It's not out there, you know, kind of circling back to what we said early on. It's, it's an internal thing. Yeah. We're like, Definitely. how did, di- how disciplined am I to stay focused for an extended period of time? Yeah. Yeah, spot on. Yeah, so I, uh, I I think that I think that you're right. It, it's easy to get trapped up in that, but I I feel like I would argue from a very logical perspective, um, it's not even a valid comparison. So what are you doing? Like you're making a, a scientifically, uh, <laughs> you're making a big scientific mistake in the way that you compare it. <laughs> you are just making a mistake. Sir, <laughs> it is <laughs> like, frankly, it is your comparison is not valid, <laughs> right. you know, and it goes back to, you know, you're comparing apples to oranges. It really is. Yeah, it's not a valid comparison. I mean, if you're looking at like, oh, what food do I like? Well, I like this one or this one, but an apple is never going to be an orange and vice versa. Yeah, very true. Scientifically, that is true. Thank you. <laughs> now back to our regularly scheduled burlesque dancing dean take it away <laughs> well there we go so we got three three decent tips there over the last three years so far so far so far should we go for four or even five? Ooh, oh let's let's spoil let's spoil everybody let's let's go for it let's do this yeah so i'll tell you one i'll tell you an unexpected benefit for for doing this show um with you that i didn't like i totally didn't anticipate it liking me no that's my charisma my charisma i'm giving that at least another two years i'm hoping i'm hopeful (laughs) that at five years in i'm finally gonna like you right in the next two years i feel that a personality may just come out of you one of these days (laughs) i feel you may start carrying your own weight i feel (laughs) Like, maybe I'll get a horse. Like, why are you the only one that rides in on a horse? Well, I, I think we're waiting for you to get a unicorn, aren't we? Right. Yeah, I guess so. They're, they're on <laughs> back order. 
um, <laughs> su- su- supply chain issues or something like that, from what I understand. Right. Um, right. No, but so the unexpected benefit that uh, that that we've found is the actual off the air outside relationship that we've been able to have with many of our guests. Yes. You know, and you kind of alluded to this in the whole listening thing, but, but for me, that's become a real awesome thing that I didn't expect. Like, no, like I didn't know that. Okay, cool. We're going to have somebody on the show. And then all of a sudden now we have this great way to meet people. We have a great way to like connect. We, you know, have built, um, just a, a, awesome network of people that uh you know are just cool and yeah and i think it's it's weird to me that it didn't occur at first like oh we're gonna have people on the show that's gonna be a great way to you know network and build relationships but i didn't see that coming as at least to the extent to which it's happened and and so for me that's been that's been a really huge uh eye opener and i would encourage everybody who is in business to to think about well, don't just think about things from a transactional level. Think about how you can use whatever you're doing to continue to build relationships with people, mm. regardless of whether there's anything they can do for you right now. Right? right. Like yeah. what what's like what good is it having an incredibly successful business and you know making a ton of money if you're if your life is not full of meaningful relationships? Yes. And and for me, this has been a, a vehicle to develop many, many meaningful relationships. And I think that's been really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's, I think that's amazing. And, and just talking specific, I know we're taking tips out of us doing the podcast, but we've kind of delivered them like all of these so far in a way that they're applicable to everything, not just your podcast. Of um, course they're tips. <laughs> right. <laughs> what, what show do you think you're listening to? <laughs> yeah. Um, but but I would say, like, for anybody that's either contemplated actually starting a podcast um, and maybe hasn't yet, this has been one of my biggest eye-openers because, you know, I come from an affiliate marketing background. So, you know, where you are looking to get other people, connect with other business owners that have an audience that, that your same similar type of audience and you, they can, you know, promote your products for commissions. You know, I've, I've been in that background for 10, 15, 16 years now. And, and one of the things that I, you know, we probably all know to be true, even if you're not in affiliate marketing, is that to be able to create those type of relationships is not always easy, especially if you're, you know, you're somebody that's maybe not quite as known or as, you know, has a bigger business as the people that you would like to connect with. And one of the just just exactly, you know, in line with what you've just been saying, James, one of the things I've been stunned by is how willing, you know, people that formerly I, you know, I slash we maybe would have struggled to you know, get close to, uh, at least, you know, in a shorter time frame is what we've been able to, I've been stunned how willing that caliber of person is to say yes, to come onto a podcast for free and openly help us help our listeners answer any question we throw at them just because we have a podcast. Right. You know, that, and, 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 and I even, I even heard something this morning, James, I don't know how true this is. I'm conveying third party information. I've got no reason to believe it's not true. But somebody was talking about uh, Seth Godin, and they said Seth Godin does not turn down the invitation to go on any podcast, provided here apparently is his, uh, his, his criteria. It doesn't matter how big it is, how big of an audience it is, but his criteria is, is that you've done at least 200 shows because what he's looking for is people that are willing to go through 
the crap of not having listeners and still keep going no matter what happens. Right. Right. And so like, you know, just having a podcast alone can forge those relationships, open doors and create friendships and relationships in life and business that otherwise maybe might take you years to create or if you ever would, you know, so just specifically in line with a podcast like that's that's been huge, I think. I think that's uh, I think that is huge. And so I think for number 200, we need to get Seth on the show. Right. Exactly. We're getting exactly. close. We need we need to reach out to him. Actually, I've been thinking about that for a while because he's uh, he's actually one of my favorite thought leaders. And um, well, I remember you mentioning that to me previously, which is why I, uh, I actually had that noted mentally to mention it to you. But now we've done it on the show and I've told you now. So there we go. Yes. Well, thank you for the reminder. And for everybody else that just like that's case in point, like here we are talking about, you know, building relationships and how having a platform can help you accelerate the speed at which you build those relationships. Um, we'll get, we're going to get Seth on the show. Like I have no doubt about it. And, uh, and it's going to be an awesome interview and, you know, Dean won't talk much and it'll just kind of be a regular thing. And, and then uh, everyone's going to be like, Dean, why didn't you ask Seth Godin any questions? Cause I was listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. No, I think, I think you're right because it, it creates, um, it creates a, a a platform and a reason for why you would have that relationship, right? It's not like, hey, yeah. uh, hey, Seth, do you want to buy my stuff? Right. Yeah. Or hey, like I've got a I've got a book. Can you promote it to your audience? You know, yeah. it's like, no, hey, we've got a podcast. We'd love to speak to you and feature you. We admire you. We think you've got so much to offer, and our listeners would love to hear what you know you got to say. Like, great. Yes, let me come and spread my message because most. Most people in business is what we found. They want to share what's in their mind. They want to share, you know, so you're giving them a platform and an opportunity. So you really have a win-win situation, you know, for selfish reasons. Oh, we want to get that person or that, that, that woman, that man, that couple on this show for this reason. And that reason, that's our reasons. Their reasons are likely the same for them. Well, I want to, I want to be on these shows because I've got a message and I want to spread that as far and wide as I can. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. So if, if we are, if we are going to go for five and I know, uh, obviously looking at the timing here, I think it would be completely wrong of us not to end with the one that's in my mind right now. So that's very selfish, but let's go with it. It is selfish. I would love to offer you number five, but I'm taking it. It's, it's, it's already happened. Um, <laughs> our whole, what do we say in the introduction to this show? Um, if you want uh, if you want to have fun whilst listening to cutting edge marketing and business advice right yes keyword what did we say first fun. fun fun and this to me has been the the big thing around this show and you know i i know we've spoke about the background behind this one day but this entire show did come about because james and i did get to meet each other thanks to being in uh, a mastermind program together and whilst we were both flying, uh, driving off or flying off back to our respective homes and locations, James called and on the phone, having you know built a friendship over that over that uh, event, and said, "Hey, do you want to do a podcast? I'd love to. You know, I think we have you know a great friendship. Our personalities really gel, and I think we could have a whole ton of fun whilst delivering some great advice." That single phone call was the foundation for why this even did begin, but it all largely began because James and I wanted to implement something into our lives and businesses that played on our personalities, which we both like to have fun. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I think so 
many times business gets so serious, can be so stressful, can be so challenging, can be so isolating and lonely that oftentimes people forget why they got into business, what they were doing it for, and they sure as heck forget to have a good time while they're doing it. And and that's got to be my biggest tip to end this kind of review or thoughts from the last three years is if you're going to go through the the hardship of starting and growing your own business, please make sure you have some fun. Yeah, man. Like I can't, I, I don't like, I wouldn't have an interest in doing this show if it weren't a with you, James, I, I know I hate you, but you know, you really <laughs> do make this fun for me. And I hope, you know, as, as much as we joke, I, I believe that we both do that for each other. And honestly, like, there's no point to this show for me if it wasn't fun and humorous and it wasn't lighthearted. If this was serious, you know, I could go and do something serious, sit in a refrigerator or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, like, I don't know why that's your first thing to think about, but um, that's interesting. <laughs> what is going on in my mind? <laughs> why is Dean going to sit in a refrigerator? I think we need to d- dive into that a little bit more, but um, but I'm glad you uh, I'm glad you hijacked tip number five because I couldn't agree with you more. And I think that uh, I think this concept of having fun and enjoyment with what you do is so underrated. Yes. Like nobody, nobody's talking about it. They're like, Oh, you know, here's what you gotta do. You gotta do X and Y and Z and you gotta blah, blah. And you're like, okay. And I think that's how I felt listening to many podcasts. It's not that the content's not good. It's that, I don't know. They didn't sound like they were having fun and then I'm not having fun. Right. And I'm like, well, you know, why, why should, why should I do things that aren't going to bring me joy? And, uh, and, and so, you know, this, you know, on one level was for us to have fun, but on a whole other level, it was to inspire other people to say, Hey, it's okay. In fact, it's good. We encourage you to have fun while you're doing something that's adding value to people. And I remember, I'll just share this one story. Cause I think we got to wrap up in a sec. But when I was in high school, I was working, um, I was doing, you know, yard work for this, for this, you know, kind of guy in the neighborhood. And that's how I made some money to, you know, pay for things. And we're out there talking one day and he's like, you know, kind of got back from his job and he's like, yeah, you know, just got back from work. And I was like, oh, you know, you have a good time. He's like, well, you know, work is really supposed to be mildly unpleasant. I was like, what, what does that even mean? What a horrible thing to think. Like work needs to be mildly unpleasant and, you know, forget about that. Maybe you don't think that, but maybe unconsciously you're like, all right, you know, this is work. This has to be serious. And what I, what I would say to you, and I, I'm sure you'd agree with this Dean is take your customers needs seriously, treat the outcome seriously, but stop taking yourself so seriously. Yes. Cause it's totally unnecessary and it sucks all the fun out of it. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've got to, I've got to say like this, just on a selfish thing, like this podcast has renewed that in me. You know, a lot of people are starting to say, cause, cause I, I've, I found it difficult. So, but a lot of people are now saying like, Oh, I can see, you know, you're lightening up in your personality and in your videos and everything, you know, you found yourself a bit more again. And this, this podcast and having that fun has enabled me to do that. And I think, you know, if you're the type of person that is a bit more lighthearted and enjoys having a good time, you know, there's nothing wrong with doing that in your business. You can have, you know, your business, you can have great customers and a great outcome, and you really can have fun doing it. That does not have to be mutually exclusive. It's not, okay, I go to work at this time, and then after work, I have a great time with my partner, friends, family. Like, no, why can't you go to work, 
do the job, have a great time, and then have a great time afterwards as well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, in, enjoy it all. Like, it's all your life. Enjoy it. You because at the, at the end, you're not going to look back and be like, oh, I wish I had less fun. Right. Right. Like, like nobody's ever like, oh, man, I had too much fun in my lifetime. Damn, like, <laughs> yes. If I, oh, if if I, I could, could go, go back, back and do it all again, I'd certainly be more dull. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to have less fun. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody's ever said that if you can find me one person who said that like i will give you dean's noble white steed like i will wrestle it from him and give you the noble white steed <laughs> there we go okay there we go. and and 5b choose your partners carefully I, yeah. I hate james and i've been stuck with him now for three years <laughs> yeah. i pretend i'm having fun but i'm really miserable inside <laughs> yeah actually actually you say that um i was reading uh i was reading some stuff that warren buffett wrote over the weekend and one of the things that he said was about choosing your partners carefully and this was this is a whole you know different topic for a different time um i've never done a good deal with a bad person and uh and and on that note we will wrap things up thank you guys for being here with us on this journey we appreciate you guys being here the last three years if you're new we appreciate you just as much thank you guys for tuning in call us in on the live show we are live every tuesday at one o'clock eastern call us at 888-627-6008 or visit us at justtipshow.com for other episodes and other cool things that we're up to this is james sweetfield signing off with my co-host mr dean holland we will talk with you guys next time later everybody Thanks for tuning in to Just the Tips, where we believe business should be profitable and fun. For show notes, links, and other information on our guests, visit justthetipsshow.com. For more information on how to connect with Dean Holland, visit deanholland.com. And if you'd like to go from being a hustling entrepreneur to an effective CEO, capable of running your company without being stuck in the day-to-day, visit me for free training and resources at jamespfreel.com. Our theme music is Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License.